What up everybody, Dustin and David here from the Rugged Arts, welcoming you back to another fun and exciting episode. Thanks for tuning in today and choosing to spend a little bit of your time here with us. So, without further ado, this is the Rugged Arts. Hey, hello. What's going on, my man? What's happening, Captain? I know. So, do I sound like click or? No, you sound all right today. Oh, just all right. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, you know, the sultry, sweet sounds of my voice cannot be outmatched by yours, you know. That's horrible. All you, all, all you did there was raise your voice. Just, just to be clear, this, I woke up in the morning with this. And I don't have to practice. This is just what it is. So, mm. I mean, <clears throat> anyway. anyway, so I would I would like to address something here real quick before we get rolling. OK, uh, what I would like to address is that uh, how exciting is it for you, man? I'm so excited for you. I know tomorrow is a big day and I hope everything goes well. Bro, I'm geeking out, man. I just needed to get here so we can get it over with. Like, I'm so tired of waiting. (laughs) Yeah. And just so everybody knows what we're talking about, what are you so geeked out about, David? Oh, man. uh, I'm introducing my second daughter to the world tomorrow. Oh, man. That's crazy. I know what that's like. Right. Yeah. You have two of them, uh, two little girls. Yep. And a little man. And a little man. Sorry. I'm logging in here. Sorry. Lost you there. Oh, it's, that's okay. You know, I, I like it when people multitask and then lose track of the conversation they're currently involved in. Me too. My favorite way to do things. <laughs> uh, so what I'm thinking is, is we're going to shoot or shoot. We're going to record the podcast we wanted to record last weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, that way nobody misses out on what our failure was last week which was just a technical difficulty thing and man such a pain in the butt to get this stuff figured out on a budget you know what i mean as far as podcasting goes yeah definitely i mean we'll obviously as we move forward we're going to look to upgrade uh as quickly as possible because you know i think we've got a lot of good information to share and it'd be worth the time and effort to do it um right right yeah and it's really exciting to think about what's coming um so real quick what's coming uh april 10th is the grand opening for archery world and we will be there we will be there live and on scene Mm -hmm. david so if you guys want to stop by and shake our hands and maybe snap a selfie that's totally cool look at you get Um, for us yeah i know i'm i'm gonna shave my head (laughs) and get all pretty just just for the pictures uh, so I might actually look nice, you know, and not in my farm attire. Mm-hmm. So uh I'm sorry, did you, did you Oh no, you you've got it there? all covered. Okay, so I have All right, what's news. the big news? I made a decision and the decision is final. It's it's in motion as we speak. I have taken a series of photos of my rifle and my bow and i'm selling both of them big commitment huge commitment and the reason why is because i already have a 22 
which is what I use to train my girls and soon to be, you know, son mm-hmm. when he gets old enough to, to learn how to shoot. But that's what I use to uh, teach the firearm safety here at, at my house. Okay. So we don't need extra rifles. Got it. So I don't need... We don't need extra rifles, right? And uh, the bow. Well, I figure if I'm going to go and and buy a bow, what do I need the bow I have now for, mm-hmm. right? I could just sell that and then put mm-hmm. it towards accessories for the new bow. So right. that's the plan. I'm going to keep the bow sight um, because of my, my plan that I have, but uh, everything else on that bow is, is up for sale. And I've done it as a package deal on arms list. So for 2,600 bucks, you can buy a rifle Dang. with that. Well, I hope someone takes you up on that. And a bow. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I think someone will. Um, I think it's a fair deal. The, uh, so my question would be then what, what are you looking to get into with the new bow? Are you going to stick with a, like you had now where you had a hunting bow with a little more target orientated setup on it, or are you going to go full target? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go full target because I am an archery hunter and I'm not buying two bows. So I'm going to be looking for a, hunting a high-end hunting bow that can gotcha. shoot at a Which target makes sense. level so that limit yeah it makes sense that it does. limits the uh, manufacturers a little bit um but mm-hmm. uh yeah i look forward to that all of the manufacturers i'm interested in are at archer world so i'm gonna you know we'll, what we have the opportunity to do is make yep. a series of uh, podcasts out of it and, um, you know, uh, kind of mess around with each bow at, at the shop and see, see what I like. And then I'm leaning heavily towards the RX-5. I'm just going to put it out yep. there. No, there's some good I, specs I really, on that. Um, I really like it. I really For really sure. Like you know, I, I had a thought. Now, this is just, you know, you yeah. already have made the commitment and you're doing what you're doing and that's fine. But I, I was wondering, you know, your your, your current bow is... You know, it's a great hunter. I mean, that thing will, you know, it, it's a great bow. You know, I was wondering why you didn't keep the, keep that, set it up to, you know, fix pins and short stab and make that your hunting bow and then take the proceeds from your rifle sale and buy a, a full on target setup. That way you're a hundred percent in for both categories. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, unfortunately, if I did that, I'd have to buy a whole new site. I'd have to buy a whole new uh, uh, rest. You know, like you'd have to buy everything else well, yeah. that goes along with the target <laughs> setup. Um, the sell of the like, I can't, I can't command the price point on just the rifle and accessories. So I feel like this will be a better setup, and my plan is to. The reason why I'm keeping the site that I have, okay, is I'm going to buy another one. But the next one I buy mm-hmm. is the step up. It's the micro adjust ascent verdict. So that will be my target specific setup. And I'll just swap my sights and my arrows. 
so everything else will be the same. It's just one site system will be set up for hunting and the other one will be set up for target. And then I won't have to go back and forth with tapes or anything like that. It's not a bad idea. Swap my entire site off with, without having to adjust bolts or anything like that because they both run on a dovetail system. So I just slide and swap and then boom, I could go. Let's go do a 3D. Okay, I'm ready to go. Um, whatever the case may be, or let's. So that's my plan there. Um, I am selling yeah, the rest, the QAD rest that I have on it because I want to upgrade. I want to upgrade to to oh, a micro nice. adjust Hamsky limb driven mm-hmm. uh, rest. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I just posted it today, so we'll see how that goes. But all right, let's get into what we're actually here to discuss today. And for those that uh, don't know what we're talking about, we're going to discuss uh, manufacturers yeah. and what's new for 2021 when it comes to bows. We have a list, and on our list... We have for today, we have Expedition correct. and Alpine and Quest mm-hmm. and Diamond, correct? Yeah, that, yeah. Right. So let's kick this off with the Alpine review. So, uh, like I said, uh, they, it, they, they, they're not selling, they're not making anything for 2021. They were bought out by another company and they're kind of revamping their, their business model. Uh, but they do make some really dope quivers. I might actually pick up and one what made them my new bow when so I uh, dope, um, as you put it. We'll see. Well, the mounting system was slick. The, the quick detach uh, aspect to them was really slick. Like you could do it one-handed instead of two-handed, or, and there's no levers. Or on, on one of them, there's a lever, but they have a version where you literally just turn it and it pops off. And I was like, what? That is so slick. And uh, so from a quick detach standpoint, it was super cool. And they're really lightweight. So, you know, if you're trudging around in the woods mm-hmm. all day and you got a five-hour setup and a heavy quiver or whatever, you know, that can kind of bear on your arm or your hand or however you're carrying it. So it's pretty light. Uh, their lightest setup is seven ounces. Which is really light. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. And they didn't look super expensive. So I might look into that and find out actual cool. price points and then, you know, come back to this in, in a future episode. But yeah, so Alpine, they are still manufacturing previous year models as long as they have parts to facilitate the order. Uh, but they're, they, okay. they haven't made anything for 2021 and I couldn't tell you when they're going to start making them either. Ah, uh, quest. So quest is, so what did you, you know, find out with uh, quest? the subsidiary of prime and primes, a, you know, pretty big name. They've got a lot of really good stuff out here and they have a lot of R and D going into their new bows. And what you yeah. get when you move into a subsidiary of a company like that is you get a lot of that R and D, a lot of that. Um, riser design, you benefit from that 
and they're going to trickle it down to their other company or you know their subsidiary. And so the design on the new Centec is it's a very you know modern design. It looks sharp, uh, parallel limb, you know all your standard stuff you'd expect to see on a higher end bow, but at a under six hundred dollar uh, price tag, it's it's really cheap. I mean, compared to other, you know, uh, brands and what have you. Um, so with that being said, there's not a ton remarkable on it. You know, like there's no, I don't see any new features, you know, things like that, but it is, um, it boasts IBO of 325 and a mass weight of 4.4 pounds. All in all, it looks like a solid uh, entry-level bow. You know, I think if you were to, if you're looking to get into it, or maybe if you had a teenager who was looking to get into the sport and you didn't want to, you know, completely destroy your budget, this would be a good starting point. Yeah. I don't. Cool. Uh, the I mean, website listed it as um, under 600. So. I think it depends on where you pick it up. I've seen them. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's 599 plus tax. But, I mean, it looks like, you know, a good solid entry level. It's it's pretty uh, adjustable. Draw weight packages are 40 to 55 and 55 to 70. And then it does um, – I was impressed by the draw length. It's a uh, – it goes out from 25.5 out to a 31 inch draw. Um, and a lot of bows stop at 30 because the bulk of the shooters don't need much further than that. Um, I, however, shoot a third. I, however, shoot a 30, 31 inch. I'm six foot two. You know, I've got quite the wingspan. Right. Um, well, <laughs> you know. But you see what I'm saying, you know, okay, if, calm, if you happen calm, to calm. fall in that percentage of archers that are that want that longer draw length, it gets a little frustrating. Uh, I know we're going to talk about it here in a couple of weeks, but the new Hoyt Ventum, uh, you know, I, I have to go with the Ventum instead of the um, RX because the carbon model doesn't go out to 31. Only the um, aluminum riser does. So, well. No, <laughs> that's a teaser. Yeah, yeah, you got to save those tidbits that's for later. The big teaser. Don't don't give it all away now. That's a teaser. Yeah, okay. So I'm I'm at the other end of that spectrum, right? Because I'm a shorter guy. I have a short draw length, twenty six and a half inches. It's not huge, uh, but what makes it difficult for me is the draw length accommodated yep. by IBO speed. Right. I'm never going to see IBO speed. Nope, never. Close. So, but it would be nice to find a bow that's lightweight that could get me, you know, pretty decent speed. Yeah. So the Centec, though, I'm sorry. Yeah. The Centec, is that, is that, no, I would definitely lend this to the, um, or target, you know, to the hunting slash hobby, you know, level. I wouldn't, I don't see anything on here. Um, now, again, you know, that being said, I haven't shot it. I haven't picked it up, but it's not advertised as a 
target bow. It's advertised as a um, as a hunting bow. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's getting really tricky these days. You know, as mm-hmm. the manufacturing processes have gotten bigger, the tolerances have gotten tighter. You almost have to to look for a specific style of riser and ATA length to go. Yeah, that could. Be yeah, also. and for those you know, no, that's those that don't do this a lot or are still getting into it. You know, your typical axle to axle is right around thirty two, thirty three. You know, thirty yeah, about thirty three inches. You know, that's your kind of your standard. It varies an inch or two in either direction, but they're right about thirty three inches. Once you start getting up above thirty, like say six, you know, thirty six to forty inches, that's typically where you see all of the um, target bows. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a, a yeah. hunting bow over. 30 well, the inches. yeah, oh, well, okay. Over you know, mine. I've got the CR Hoyt CRX thirty five, and that's thirty five axle to axle, and it's a hunting bow. But yeah, that's about as big as you're gonna as you're gonna see them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I would like I said, I it's put this in the hunting yeah. category, and you know, it's it's a good. I think, you know, it all depends on how much you use it and how into it you are like any other sport. If you're, you know, if you're really going to get into this and you already know that this is something you are going to have, like you've used your friend's bows or you've bought a, you know, had a bow from wherever you got it and decided this is something I'm passionate about. This is something I'm going to take far. I want to go to competitions. I want to hunt, you know, maybe. You, you look a little higher up in the range, but if you're new to the sport or if, Hey, I enjoy this on occasions, but I'm not super competitive. I'm not, you know, uh, uh, chasing trophies or chasing, you know, what have you, then I think this would be a great hunting slash. I just want to go have fun bow. So what about, uh, the other one? Right. Looking at? Right. Oh, yeah, the expedition. Yeah, uh, I did not really know anything about expedition bows before I, you know, looked into it a little bit. I didn't even know they were a company because I'm that kind of guy. But they are. They are a company. And they even had some expedition shooters at the Rushmore Rumble this year, I believe, if I remember correctly. But anyways, so new for this year is their X-Series bows. And what's really cool about these bows is that they incorporated carbon into an aluminum alloy to create X-Alloy. And it's really cool because they say it's 20% more efficient at uh, vibration dampening. And now they they make that claim, and I wonder, is it just 20% more efficient than your previous mm-hmm. model? You know what I mean? Or is it 20, 20% more efficient than a strictly carbon riser or a strictly aluminum riser? Or, you know, how does that really relate is, is my point there? Because that's, that's a pretty wild claim, especially if you apply it to all the other manufacturers in the industry. So I'm thinking it's probably just 
being applied to their previous model bows, but who knows? So, but that's pretty cool. 20% more efficient at uh, vibration dampening. Um, and it's lighter. I mean, like really light. All of these bows uh-huh. uh, come in under four pounds. They have the X30. Yeah, they have the X30, the X33, and the X37. And the heaviest one is 3.9 pounds. Yeah. That's that's stupid light. Yeah. I, I mean, their X37, mm-hmm. I want to say, is like 34 inches ATA. And yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's pretty light. So what is also interesting, though, is because of the design of the bow, they're able in their cam that they have, they actually have some crazy really? fast bows for the ATA length. Yeah, it's it, you're like that doesn't make any sense. Um, so it would be really interesting to see one of these bows, knowing what the IBO is, and then take it to you know like say if Archery World has one on the shelf, I might look at it just because I want to know at twenty six and a half inch draw what is it shoot as far as speed on one right. of my arrows. Because that would be kind of interesting. Um, and let's see what else. What else? They got all kinds of cool little things here. Um, the ETS system on the cam enhances the cable system dynamics, which works to preload and limit movement. So it preloads like mm-hmm. the the bow, the like the limb as you're drawing. And it sure. limits the movement of the string, which isn't, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> uh, their LVR cam is new. And if you look at the pictures, I'm telling you, look at the pictures of the Expedition cam and they the point cam, and they Massively do have some different. similarities, uh, yeah. though they are different. You think so? Uh, but from a design perspective, I'm not talking like the actual shape of the cam. What I'm talking about is that mm-hmm. little ridge on the cam system that looks like a follower for the string. The the uh, Hoyt on theirs, they'll tell you, oh, man. That's I right. Can't Save it. Some... Got to tune back in. You want to hear about that. So what's really cool about these Expedition bows is that um, – their speeds are similar to previous models, which is interesting, but they have a larger brace height. So mm-hmm. I don't know how they manage to keep speed with a larger brace height. It is a good question. I think that if I'm not mistaken, they're using the pre, the, the string. I mean, the string's always under tension on any bow, but I remember looking at those and they're, they're a little extra. So they're, when it's, it's almost like the, the string isn't settling down to its relaxed position when it's been fired. I don't know if that's the right way to describe it, but there's extra tension on the string than other bows, sounds, and that might be... Sounds dangerous. It does a little bit, yeah, but it might be where they're... Put it that way, it sounds dangerous, yeah. Well, I mean, it's no different than any other bow. The string's always under pressure, but um, it's just they're putting a lot of flex in those limbs um, more so than... But I, I could be mistaken, but I thought that's what I looked up or what I saw on it. Maybe maybe they changed something with their limb or whatever, so it's it just snaps better and 
Maybe. You know, like when you release, it just comes back, snaps faster. And so, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I'll have to look into that a little bit more, but uh, pretty exciting bows. Uh, they're X33 are in the $1,400 range, and the X37 is the in the $1,500 range. And mm. uh, they're not for your average shooter. It'd be, well, I mean, that depends on who your average shooter is, I guess. Some people right. deep pocket or not, you know, but um it, it wouldn't be a beginner bow that's for sure not at that price point right so what well, did you find out about diamond <laughs> that they're a beginner bow um <laughs> that's a good segue then man it's like almost like we planned it i know right uh yeah so this one here uh the website puts it right on the msrps uh with package which is a um three pin sight quiver hostage rest and a little stabilizer um is 479 dollars what is a hostage rest it's the it's like a whisker biscuit so it's using fibers instead of a hard prong but the hostage is it's got like three little arms that come down with the fibers on them instead of yeah. So you're so it the fe, the the fibers touch your rest or your arrow, but the fletchings pass through empty space. Got it. Yeah, because that's the downside to a whisker biscuit mm-hmm. is the whole arrow, including the fletchings, has to pass through the fibers, and that slows your arrow down. It does. Yeah. So I see they reduce how much contact is being made with the arrow, therefore reducing how much resistance is on the arrow when it leaves, so it doesn't mm-hmm. slow it down as much. Right got it so uh anyway the the thing about this bow is this is your you know your young person's bow i mean it's it's your first timer's bow it's it's infinitely adjustable i mean it's uh draw length goes from 15 inches out to 31 inches that is massive that is that is pretty crazy. Uh, Jokes aside, that is massive. Right, your draw weight goes from seven pounds to seventy pounds. What? <laughs> I'm saying this is that bow. Like, hey, I've got a, I've got a, a child, a kid here that's you know what, seven, eight years old, and I don't want to buy them a bow every year as they grow. Okay. No, that's the bow. You're like, okay, I bought you a bow. Remember right. when you were seven? And you can shoot it till you're 17 and can buy your own bow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll replace the string every other year or every four years, whatever. Right. But uh, yeah. Yep. I will <laughs> say. I will say the only the only minor drawback that I saw on this one is because. If you're if it's that adjustable, you're marketing it to youngins and children. The axle to axle is 32 inches, which is a full grown bow size. Yeah, that's a grown up bow. Right. So, okay, that was my only kind of like, hmm, not sure I like that. What's the, the weight? On, I'm sorry. Oh. What's the weight on the bow with nothing on it? 3.6 okay that's pounds. not too bad no 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 not at all and that's the um 
Yeah, that's the edge. 320 is that bow. Cool. I get uh, let's see here. They have the they also have the um infinite edge pro, which draw lengths 13 to 31. Weight is two 3.2 pounds, axle axles 31. Draw weight goes from five to seventy. Wow. And it's got a MSRP with package of three eighty. That is insane. Right. So I mean that is definitely like I said, that is definitely gonna be your you know your beginner setup, but you can always add, you know, a new site, a new rest, a new stabilizer as you go up in poundage sure. and experience. And so I think that, yeah, if you're, if you're, a, if you're trying to get your, whoever, you know, you're young and into it, that'd be a great, yeah. be a great starter. Yeah. That's my daughter's next bow. <laughs> yeah. I know we're doing this research. I was like, I know what my kid's getting for her birthday next year. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, anything else to add to that? Nope. I think that pretty well sums up the diamond. Um, What? Yeah. Do you remember which ones we're working on for next week? Yeah, I have the paperwork here. Give me just a second while I'm looking through the paperwork here. If you had to pick. You know, one of those manufacturers, uh, which one are you going with and why? If I had to pick a bow out of these for me to shoot, it'd probably be over there, uh, the one you were talking about that has the new um, aluminum and carbon kind of alloyed mix. Yeah, the Expedition. Yep, the X, thank you, the Expedition. That sounded like yeah, the X series. Yeah, that sounded like it had the tightest tolerances and the most um, kind of refinement to it of the group. But yeah, I would I would have to agree. Yeah, but if I was going to recommend a bow, <laughs> you know, to someone who you know was just getting into it, I might recommend uh, I might recommend that Quest. You know, if they're if they're of a they're done growing age, you know, mm-hmm. questing pretty right. solid, pretty solid, uh, middle of the road bow. Mm-hmm. Now, was that a package or that was, that was just the bow? Yeah. Right? That's just the bow for, for five ninety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a joke. I don't know what they actually go. Right. Now, to be fair, we haven't gone out and shot, uh, shot these yet. I would like to do that to, to really refine my, uh, opinion of them, of course, cause I'm just web research. I know. I'm, yeah, I, I agree with you. And I know that archery world has a, the quest. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of boat shops. I don't know if they carry any expedition. Right. I know a lot of bow shops carry prime, and quest diamond bat uh cabela's i know carries both uh diamondback and quest i'm not sure if they have prime but i think uh sportsman's warehouse does prime along with bear and some others so i mean there's places around that you can definitely uh you know we could definitely find them or shoot them what have you 
We'll have to look yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, so, but for your kid, which way are you going? I think I know the answer. Yeah. Diamond. All day long. <laughs> the diamonds. She's currently shooting a, yeah. a diamond um, nuclear ice. So, and I've, she's had good experience with that. So I, mean, I would really probably move her to this yeah. one, to the. Yeah, that's what my daughter shoots. She shoots a diamond infinite edge, but it's a. What year is that? Is it 2017? Sure. 2018? I don't know. It's She's doing great with it, too. But I mean, it still works. Yeah, we got to get her some new arrows. No, just cut the one she has in half, and now you'd have double the, you know, double your dozen there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what we did with mine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so next week we're going to be talking about Prime. Oddly <laughs> enough, enough. Uh, Elite. Okay. PSE and Matthews. Oh, you're not going to do Matthews and Hoyt on the same day, huh? No. Ah, you're no fun. You're no fun. No, uh, we're going to do so. The following week after that will be Martin, Botech, Hoyt, and Bear. And the reason uh, why is there's a lot to cover just with Bear. Uh, you know, we're probably going to go on some positive rants <laughs> with Hoyt and Botech. Most likely. And Martin, Martin, as of the last couple of years, has been making a statement in the, uh, the pro. Uh, uh side of the house like if, if you're if you're following youtube and you're following archery on youtube there have been some uh pro shooters uh you know at the vegas shoot down a couple of years now on with martins and a couple of the the uh nfaa events and the uh fida uh, no mm-hmm. not, not fida um shoot the, it eludes me but yeah they're out there and they're 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 coming okay. back okay because i know they fell That's off the sure. map there for a while they did, and this year they have they are really putting out a lot. Awesome. Um, I think they have four different bows this year. So does Bowtech has like four or five. Hoyt is the only one that didn't come out with like a lot. Hmm. Bears got four four different ones, and be- the bear is going to be like the best conversation <laughs> because of the setups that they're offering. You're going to just be like your mind is going to okay. be blown. Um, so it's. Then the next couple of weeks are going to be really awesome. So I uh, hope everyone looks forward to listening in on those podcasts. I hope everyone's enjoyed listening in to this podcast. And if you want more entertainment, all you got to do is come check us out on YouTube, the Rugged Arts, for more entertainment. All right. So this is Dustin and Dave signing out for the evening. You got anything else? No, that wraps it up, buddy. We will see you all next week. All right. See you all next week. Remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe. And there you have it, folks. Another episode concludes. For more cool entertainment, subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on Instagram. Be sure to give us a like and a share. If you're looking to contact us directly, we can always be reached by email. TheRuggedArts at Yahoo.com Be sure to tune in next week, but for now, this is Dustin and Dave, and remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe.